Hi, everybody. Welcome to our radio show. I'm Peter Padilla. Glad to be with you today. Very nice Thursday afternoon. I'm looking forward to the big weekend coming up. Oh, what a great time we had last weekend. Did you watch the horse race? Man, that was fun. You know, the horse race was one thing, but the setup, right? I think it went for like six hours. And the mint juleps were fantastic. At least they were at my house. I know they were great at at Churchill Downs because I saw all of the coverage and I just loved seeing people having a great time, having fun. And you know, there's some wealth there. People don't really get into the horse world uh, unless they have some adequate funding. And essentially, even if you go to watch and have fun, you know, there's an element of uh, gaming in the horse racing world. Uh, You can wager on any horse and on a number of different options on horses and the race itself. And it's just a great, great time. I look forward to it every year. Kentucky Derby Day with Mint Julep, my new buddy, Mr. Mint Julep. No, my fiance made the best mint juleps I've ever had. And it was a great time. And I'm looking forward to the next race coming up. You know, having people uh, come over and, and being able to entertain and go into people's homes, it's one of the wonderful things that you gain when you own your own residence, when you own your home. And we're encouraging everybody who is not a homeowner uh, that is challenged in finding a home to get yourself educated. Learn something about the home buying world, the home buying process. Visit RenoHomeBuyingSeminar.com. The people there put on occasional free education seminars and they teach you everything about interest rates, the local housing economy, what's the deal with credit, what do you need, budgeting for a home, all those secrets that might be out there, you know, that yeah, you don't hear about them all the time, but the, these people are experts and they will help you get started. How much money should you save? How much money should you put down? How much money do you need to put down, etc., etc.? People you know, like, and trust at the Reno Home Buyer Seminar. Register at RenoHomeBuyerSeminar.com. Get information, set up an appointment. You're going to be amazed what you will learn about the home buying process. Later on the show today, we'll have a guest coming in from Sparks, Nevada. Sparks is got some got a lot of things rolling in Sparks right now. And the home buying process there is every bit as active as it is across the state, maybe even more. We're going to be talking with Ernie Neal. Ernie is a real estate professional at Remax Complete, and he is close to the Tahoe Industrial Center and right down the road from one of my favorite rural communities in northern Nevada, Fernley, the gateway to Yarrington. Two of my favorite little towns. I absolutely love them. And they look really attractive right now when you compare the median home prices that people are looking at in northern Nevada, the metro area, Reno Sparks. You compare that to some of these two areas that I'm talking about, just those two rural areas alone, and there are more, you can save thousands of dollars if you can find a way to put it all together. We're going to be looking at the numbers from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Their median home price values came in just today. That and more after this. International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you, enjoying my conversation with in-studio experts like I do every week about real estate, real estate for investors, real estate for first-time home buyers. All of us. Yes, we all need places to live. Either own your own home or you're paying somebody else's rent for the most part. Today, we're going to be talking about paying your own way to becoming a homeowner. How do you do that? Well, there's a variety of ways best way is to get started someplace that you can afford. We're going to be talking about things like the DTI of getting a mortgage. A lot of people don't talk to us about the debt-to-income ratios, but debt-to-income ratios really is what it's all about. I'm going to share with you what I've learned about the debt-to-income ratios in my numerous years as a mortgage lender. I still follow the mortgage world like if I was still in the business – The only difference is I am not a mortgage lender, but 
I can really help you with some questions to ask, some information to gather, and how to get yourself in the best position before you talk even to your lender. Your lender is going to look at your credit report. Your lender is going to ask you a lot of things about your income. It's up to you. If you want to go to a lender, we have great lenders that we can always recommend. If you'd rather talk to somebody else, somebody who's not in the lending business, somebody who's not looking to give you a loan but just looking to give you solid, knowledgeable advice, you can call me anytime after the show, 775-223-3428. Or you can send an email to me, peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. Always happy to visit with you. Later on the show today, Ernie Neal from Remax Complete in Sparks, Nevada, is going to be talking with us about what's going on in the world of Remax real estate professionals. The real estate business is like the ocean. It's always moving. It seems like lately, though, there hasn't been much tide not a lot of homes for sale in comparison to the demand. So what does that mean? Well, of course, it's a seller's market. Uh, and the prices continue, continue to roll up. Median home price in Reno, most recently announced at $400,000 by the local Reno Sparks Association of Realtors data and by numerous postings and communications from every realtor you can imagine that wants to get some business because this time in the real estate cycle of Reno, Nevada, a lot of demand, not nearly enough homes. How fast things can change. I was in the mortgage lending business in 2012 when the market basically tanked in the 2000s. When did it all hit bottom? It was in January of 2012. Not that long ago when you really think about it, but I guess the younger you are, the more likely seven years seems like a long, long time. But it was seven years ago, and the median home price in Reno, Nevada was $150,000. Now, $400,000, more than doubled, and no signs that it's going to be heading south again, going down. Reason being, demand is still looking strong. People have discovered Reno. And I'm not sure we're ever going to get back to those days. But I do know that things move up and down, and the market can uh, gyrate on you know, sometimes very small notions or major announcements, right? You never know in today's world economy what could happen, what kind of major announcement could come from northern Nevada that would change the way that people look at buying real estate in northern Nevada. The demand? continues to be there. If you can afford to get in, I suggest that you get in. Maybe you cannot afford that median home price of $400,000 in Reno, slightly lower in Sparks at about $350,000, but still, that's a big chunk of change. Look, if if I was looking to get my first home right now and I had, you know, the general income of your 25 to 35-year-old that you have right now, I would struggle to find a buy home in Reno, but I would hope that somebody would be smart enough to listen to some advice from people that have done it the other way, the wrong way I'm talking about. When you've done it the wrong way, I think you can get better advice uh, to somebody than when you've done everything the right way because sometimes it's just darn luck, you know, when you do things the right way. But when you find the ways that are really the wrong way, you can say to somebody, hey, do not do this. So let me give our listeners a little bit of advice with what's going on in the real estate market. My lender friends and my real estate friends are not going to like this, but here's what I'm going to say. Do not jump on a real estate deal right now with the thoughts in your mind that if you don't get in quick, you may never be able to get in. That is not true. Not true. I know that because I used to think that in the early 1980s. I thought the same thing in the mid-90s. I was thinking the same thing in 2003. The good news in 2003 is that I did not pull the trigger and buy a lot of real estate, but I did those prior years, and I was always buying toward the top of the market. Uh, my idea was not to make a ton of money on my real estate. I just wanted to buy something that had value that I would be happy I bought. But every in those first two instances, I bought – at the peak of the market and the values went down, then life happens, right? Life-changing event came and then boom, I got to sell at a loss and there you go. Uh, it's just not good. Two in a row I had, it was really, really rough. The third one, the third opportunity I had, I missed it for a variety of reasons. I was not in the position to buy real estate at that peak, the third one that I'm talking about in 2003. And I'm glad I didn't because I would have been severely disappointed. 
Uh, now, a little different story. I'm not sure we're at the peak yet, but I'm not sure that we're going to stay at the same level that we have in the last growing markets. Uh, I'm a little bit reserved about buying in Reno and in Sparks. The price is just so high. But what am I excited about for the local listeners? Fernley, Nevada. Yes, beautiful Fernley, Nevada. Now, come on. I know it's not in that same category looking out of your Fernley living room window. You're not going to see the Mount Rose ski area. You're not going to get a great view of downtown Reno, but you're going to get something else. You're going to get wide open spaces and access, access to I-80 so you can get back and forth to the metro area, access because you're real close to Pyramid Lake, access to the Black Rock Desert because everybody loves Black Rock Desert for Burning Man and more, and just access to some great rural lifestyle and rural kind of people, you know, a little more laid back. And if you can work from your home like so many of us do now because of telecommunications being what they are, uh, being able to do many things online, you know, you don't have to drive into an office every single day. You're going to find when you discover uh, what Reno really, uh, what Fernley really has to offer is that it truly is a gem at this point. Now, homes in the Fernley area, they're not cheap if, you know, by any standards, but they're a lot less expensive when you compare the median home prices. 400000 in Reno, 250000 in Fernley, which means that half of the homes sell for more than the median price and half of the homes in the area recently have sold for less than the median price. So when we're talking about median price, that doesn't mean you're going to have to pay that median price. It means that's the middle of what's selling. So you could find something maybe a little bit lower, maybe a lot lower if you're really creative. The key is to look beyond your immediate viewpoint. Many times, people that are just totally priced out of Reno, priced out of Sparks, well, you know, your only option you think is to rent. And once you start renting, you're basically back to where you just started. But if you could find a way to do that little commute between Fernley and Sparks, between Fernley and Reno, it's about half an hour each way. And you don't have to do it every day if you could get to that point where you're not having to do it five days a week. You could start something really big by buying your first home in Fernley, Nevada. When early, uh, Ernie comes on, he's going to talk to us about really how close we are to Fernley. And uh, from his office, I bet he can get there in about 15 minutes. It's really amazing. We were talking earlier on the show about DTI, the debt-to-income ratio. And there's a lot of things, a lot of uh, one of the many things, let's say, that the general media doesn't talk about. It's all about free credit score, free credit score. Wow, free credit score. So what? If you don't have a good debt-to-income ratio, you're way out of the park. It doesn't matter what your credit score is, right? The credit score is just one part, just one part of being able to qualify and get a mortgage so that you can afford to purchase a home because in most cases, most homeowners, especially most first-time homeowners, do not have the capacity. You just don't have the cash to buy a home for cash. I mean, that's – just think about it now. two hundred fifty to $300,000, my gosh. I mean, who has that kind of money lying around in the bank? Most people don't. So you get a mortgage. You talk to a mortgage lender, but before that, you're always excited because of what you're hearing on the media, right? Free credit score this, free credit score that. You figure you've got a credit score of 700. Man, I should be good to go in any house I want to buy. That is not true. You see, your ability to buy a house – is based on a number of factors. And the credit score is just one of them. The credit score is like the gate in somebody's yard, right, before you go up to the front door to, to knock on the door. It's the same thing. The gate is nothing more than a credit score. I want you to consider your credit score somewhat like a key to somebody's gate because if you have the right credit score, you can get into a gate. And once you get into that gate, guess what? A few more doors, maybe more gates. Once you have a good credit score, then people – the mortgage lender wants to look at your income. You want to make sure that you have enough monthly income that you've had it long enough and that you have enough income to pay a mortgage, right? And you, you know, nowadays, you probably figure, rent, you know, average rent, $1,200, $1,500 a month. You better have at least that much on a monthly basis available for housing. You might say, yeah, I got that. No problem. In fact, I have $2,500 a month. Woohoo! You might be really thinking now you can buy a great house, right? You've got a great credit score. You've got good income, plenty to pay the mortgage. It seems like everything is in shape, right? It's not. 
let's get back to that DTI, the debt-to-income ratio. The most important part of DTI is that very first part, the D, debt. So yes, this guy has $2,500 worth of monthly income, and he's got a great credit score, but guess what? He just bought himself a brand new pickup, one of those big jobs with the big tires, big engine, all that heavy-duty stuff for which He's paying a huge amount of money every month, plus his insurance, plus, plus, plus. Anybody who has a vehicle payment that high, you can bet they've got other payments that are really high too. And that's the way that many people live. They live on credit. And so they're spending all this high income that they're getting every month to pay bills. So is there much left to buy a house? No. No. In fact, what the banks typically look at is your debt-to-income ratio of 29% of your gross income to 41 or 43% of your gross income being available for the purchase of a home. The rest of your gross income you're using to live and to pay bills. So many people don't realize that they're living to live and paying their bills, and it's almost all of their monthly income. So they have no income left over to pay a mortgage. Ask about your DTI. Research your debt-to-income ratio. That's really going to determine if you're able to get a mortgage to buy a house. Maybe you can buy a house. Yes, if you can, I guarantee your debts are probably pretty low because you need the money, you know, the positives to offset the negative. Talk to your favorite mortgage lender when you get pre-approved and ask him or her what your debt-to-income ratio is. We're going to get with Ernie Neal from REMAX Complete in Sparks, Nevada to talk about the Sparks and Fernley real estate markets after this message. SunTech Solar Screening uses Pfeiffer Screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to the show today. I'm so excited, too, about my home, my personal residence, because it's going to be cleaner than ever in about seven days. Yes, in seven days, I will be visited by that star of Pet Talk Radio. Bear the dog and his owner, Jack, from CJ's Carpet Care. Yes, there used to be a pet in my house, and sometimes I remember that when I look at the carpet. Jack is going to take care of that in that one area that I've been wanting to go after because they're pet stain specialists at CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. If you want the very best in tile, grout, upholstery, or carpet cleaning, Call the good people at CJ's Recommended Carpet Care, 829-1551, or visit cjscarpetcare.com. Tell them Peter sent you with me in the studio, Ernie Neal, my friend and realtor extraordinaire from Remax Complete. Welcome back to the show, Ernie. Thank you, Peter. Where have you been, Ernie? Oh, I've been out and about here and there, beating the pavement, uh, beating the bushes for uh, clients, and... Uh, uh, helping people uh, find homes here in Reno. Uh, very interesting. Uh, uh, Californians are coming up here. Uh, they want to get away from the high taxes and uh, some of the uh, things that are going on down there that are uh, less than attractive. Let me tell you, there's an honest truth that people don't talk about. Ernie, we're going to be talking about it a little bit right here. The problem that a lot of people have is that people came to Nevada to get away from Californians. Now Californians are coming to Nevada. Where are Nevadans going to get away to? We're probably going to have to go rural. I <laughs> want to stay here in Nevada. I love Nevada. I'm a, I do too. Just... I myself am a Californian. Uh, uh, moved here from Oakland in 1971. Yeah. So uh, could I call myself a Nevadan now? I no, mean, you can't. Not yet. No, not yet. Yeah, you have to. Have, you have to have other attributes. Oh. No, no, Ernie. I've known you for over 20 years, and yes, you are a Nevadan in my eyes. In fact, I want to make it perfectly clear. We have fun talking about Californians coming to Nevada, just like I'm sure Californians have fun talking about Nevadans who are moving to California, right? But the fact is, we love people from California. I'm going to get married to a woman from California, and she moved to Nevada from, guess where? California. California has so many good things. And I love Nevada, Ernie, because I live right by California. I can get to California in about 23 minutes. That fast from my house, we're right on the edge. So we really do have the best. And the people from California that are coming to Nevada, you know what they are, Ernie? They're smart. 
They are very, very <coughs> smart people. And look, we've had an education problem in Nevada for years. Now, with all of these smart people moving to Nevada, I would bet we're going to do even better when it comes to national rankings, when it comes to positioning where Nevada stands with the rest of the country. Last I checked, we were around 45 of 50. So we're going to make some good moves. I'm excited about that. I know our education process is going to improve because there's more focus on education in Nevada now that more people are moving in from California and all other parts of the country. The challenge, though, that this raises, especially for people who are, let's face it, n native Nevadans or have lived in Nevada for 10, 20, 30 years, you know, and you came here and you had a certain life, suddenly things are changing in northern Nevada. It's not quite as easy to live that lifestyle in today's 2019. Uh, example, local high school graduates, college graduates, parents have lived here all their life. Now they want to buy a home, Ernie. Mm -hmm. And my understanding is that it takes approximately one and a half more years in general. I was looking at some national stats. It's taking the young generation one and a half years <coughs> longer to be able to afford to buy a home to get that first home than it did for those of us that were buying homes in the 80s and 90s. Well, that's true. However, there's a little extra problem thrown in. They can save that uh, money in that one and a half years, but the problem they have is that the prices have gone up, so they need another one and a half years to catch up with the price. Mm -hmm. I don't want to create a sense of urgency. On the other hand, I do believe that prices are going to continue to rise because of supply and demand. We are short on supply. The new home builders are building as quickly as they can, and those houses are getting snapped up. The existing homes, uh, if they're in a, uh, a below our medium price range where somebody can afford them, there'll be 10 offers if it's priced right. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, first time home buyer, unless they've got some help from mom and dad or they've got a lot of savings, or a lot of income coming in, they're out of the picture right now. Oh yeah. I really encourage people in the 20, 30, even the 40 year olds that have not yeah. get, got bought in a home to really think about the value that they're missing out when they don't own their own home. I know there's a lot of convenience when you're a renter. I was single for many years and by renting I could kind of move around wherever I wanted to and not feel like I had to make uh, you know big adjustments anytime I changed. But once you have a family, it's different. I mean, think of this, Ernie. How many things can a person buy in their life that if they hang on to it for a long time, it's 99% likely to be more worth more at the end of their life than it was at the beginning of their life? That's uh, not a car. It's not a car. Mm. Your clothes, your clothes that are worth anymore. Not uh, a suit. Even suit. a nice suit. Shoes. Even a wonderful yeah. suit. Yeah. I've got a Nehru jacket that's still looking to make a comeback. Or well, anything. that, you know, you could go to a uh, antique store and maybe get, you might be able to get five, ten bucks worth. I might. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, very few things do you buy, sit on it, live in it, whatever, and then maybe down the road, in fact, more than maybe, very likely, it's going to be worth more. Ernie, I remember when my parents bought their first house, three-bedroom, two-bath, uh, on half an acre, uh, in a small rural community in Colorado, but, you know, they paid $15,000 mm -hmm. for that property. It had water rights. Um, it was um, my math teacher's uh, house when I was younger. Uh, that's where he lived, and then he sold it to them when I was like 18 or 19 years old. And, uh, you know, 15000 that house now is probably worth about $180,000 or $190,000. My parents aren't alive anymore, true, but it continued to grow in value, and that's what happens when people buy real estate. I, I know that most <coughs> multimillionaires across the country, across the U.S., they made their money in one way, shape, or form, on real estate. It's the foundation of wealth. It absolutely is. I mean, think about a bank. What is the most important thing about a bank? Is it really the money that's inside the bank? No, it's the building that holds the money inside the bank. Real estate, we have that to talk about, looking at the numbers 
from the Association of Realtors with Ernie Neal from Remax Complete after this message. Is it possible to prepare for the careers of tomorrow today? The answer is yes. Reno Technology Academy offers hands-on training in state-of-the-art tech labs. Earn certificates in computer and network technology, IoT, cybersecurity, software engineering, web development, fiber optics, and communication cabling. Movers, shakers, makers, and inventors are turning their technology passion into high-paying careers. Reno Technology Academy, 849-4983. RenoTechnology.academy. on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Great today to tune into our show today. We talk a lot about real estate. We talk about home values and home prices, but you know, real estate is really a people business. Yeah, there's a house involved or there's a piece of property involved, but it's the people interacting with each other in the transaction that is going to make the difference. Whether the deal closes, whether it gets accepted, whether you get pre-approved for a mortgage, whatever the deal is, you need to deal with people that you know, like, and trust. I recommend for mortgages, my good friend, Brian Cushing. Brian is a senior loan officer at Guild Mortgage here in Northern Nevada. And Brian's NMLS license number is 303-045. Brian's office is at 6990 South McCarran Boulevard. And I want you to think about calling Brian if you need to get pre-approved for a mortgage because that is one of the most important steps if you're looking to become a homeowner you have to get pre-approved first that way you know what you can look for what your home price range is like and so forth and so forth you don't want to have any surprises as you get close to closing a transaction i've seen it happen and it's not pretty get it all taken care of ahead of time call brian cushing guild mortgage in reno four five three 0345. Tell him Peter sent you. With me in the studio, Ernie Neal. Ernie is a real, realtor at Remax Complete, right off of Vista Boulevard. Ernie, you're close to Fernley, Nevada, in many ways. Well, we're about 30 miles from Fernley. Yeah. And uh, uh, Fernley is a place where you get more bang for the buck. Yeah. Uh, you could uh, look at the median price in Reno as of April. 2019, and that's $400,000. That's, uh, that's a nice house, it's, uh, but it's not the Taj Mahal. It is a uh, three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage house in, in uh, good condition and fairly uh, clean, uh, up, uh, upscale, or median neighborhood. That's the median price. For a similar uh, house in Fernley, Nevada, $265,000. A substantial savings. It's 30 miles away. If you're from the city of L.A., mm-hmm. 30 miles is nothing for you. Oh, yeah. Because uh, L.A. people think of uh, uh, 20, 30, 40 miles is just down the street. Oh, that's about how long it takes to get to the grocery store for <laughs> your house in Los Angeles. Because, I mean, you have to be expecting big pileups on the interstate. In most cases, you have to take an interstate to get where you're going if you live in a big city. Ernie, I lived in Phoenix before I moved here. Big, big city. Took a long time to get from one side, Scottsdale, to Glendale. In the rush hour, forget it. Forget about it. Over an hour to do that. Mm-hmm. And the same thing is true when I lived in Denver. If you're trying to go from Thornton <coughs> down to Southgate Mall in Arap- on Arapaho, it's going to take you probably maybe two hours. It is a long, long time to travel the same distance in metro areas compared to Reno to Fernley. I mean, my gosh, it's like a cakewalk. Just had a client up from L.A., and I said to him, I heard that the average speed on an L.A. freeway is 17 miles an hour. He says, no, Ernie, that's not true. Mm. It's not that fast. <laughs> well, I believe it. I, I, my, my God, your mental health. You, you could be happy, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, Going off to work, and by the time you go through that kind of traffic, mm-hmm. getting to work and coming home, mm-hmm. you could be you could be fit for a, a four week stay in a mental institution. You know, I love to drive, Ernie. When I go places, I I prefer to be the driver. It's, I find it relaxing, and I find that it's just something that uh, can get my mind off of you know a lot of the let's say stress and activities of the day. We have very busy days sometimes, and so that. In my case, it's from my house. It's about 
32 minutes to Fernley, and I don't go there every day, but I've been there often enough on business to know it's pleasant. It's right along the Truckee River. It's four-lane highway all the way, and as long as you don't put yourself where you're in a rush, you're going to really enjoy that ride, and before you know it, you're already there. Uh, same thing coming back. Uh, we always like to travel in the daytime rather than the night. Any place is, is kind of scary traveling in the night, but if you take a daytime drive to and from Fernley, you're going to find that it's very pleasant. And you know, Ernie, when you talk about the prices, it's really dramatically <coughs> different. We had Katie Gillespie from LL Realty on the radio show last week. She was our guest. And she told us about new things that are going on in Fernley, new developments. Fernley offers to something that you can't get uh, in the metro areas of Reno Sparks. You actually have a lifestyle change, rural lifestyle, more agriculture, more horses, you know, more farming activities, a lot of dairies once you get to Fernley and head to Fallon. Uh, it's really a way to get your lifestyle back into thinking more naturally, too. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm a real fan of Fernley. I enjoy going out there. I have uh, sold a number of properties out in that way. People are happy out there. They, uh, a lot of them have come from California. They, they uh, really enjoy uh, living there. If you are a city person and you, uh, you would rather uh, live in downtown Manhattan, well, we've got a city life. Reno and even in Sparks uh, for you. We've got a lot of things to offer. We've got mm -hmm. special events that are just unbelievable. We've got Hot August Nights that goes on for a week. We've got the Reno Rodeo. We've got a rib cook-off in Sparks. We've got balloon races. We've got a Harley Davidson event that goes on for a week. On and on and on. It's just a lot of great things. You know, it's funny. Uh, Reno is uh, really talking a lot about the business world and it has a lot of business functions. When it comes to entertainment and fun events, a lot of that is coming from the Sparks side. Sparks is like a, an event center in itself. What's happening on Victorian Square is pretty impressive. A lot of construction there. And <coughs> Ernie, some of the new things that are coming there are pretty impressive. They've already well, the got some great restaurants. Outdoor amphitheater, uh, some outstanding restaurants both in this casino and uh, independent ones mm -hmm. that uh, are there. They've got uh, a brewery uh, right across the street from the, one of the main casinos where you can uh, go out and uh, make uh, selections of uh, recently uh, brewed uh, Nevada beers. It's oh, yeah. yeah, a lot of fun. There's some good restaurants, like I say. Uh, there's one there called Tres Hombres that I really like, and there's a big statue of a uh, miner, it looks like. Or is it that Last Chance Willie? That's Last Chance Willie, yes. Huh? That that uh, that miner uh, stood in front of the nugget, but when the family sold the nugget, uh, he got moved across the street. Well, he yeah. uh, he took a big step, big but he's step. looking really good. I know Last Chance Willie has taken care of himself, got a fresh coat of paint, right. got all his parts together. He's looking solid and dapper as we approach the tourist season coming into mm -hmm. northern Nevada. Ernie, you were talking about these median home prices from Reno and Sparks that we're looking at through May, and it is amazing that the single-family residence median home price is now $400,000, and I remember, like it was yesterday in 2012, January, median home price, $150,000. Can you believe that? Oh, I can believe it. I bought my first home here in Sparks. 1972 cost me 21,000. It was a little two-bedroom uh, tract home that was built in the 50s. Mm -hmm. And I thought, man, how am I ever gonna make that $170 a month house payment? Well, I was a dice dealer at Harris and uh, going to school at uh, University of Nevada, and uh, got a roommate in there for 100 bucks a month and uh, made it pretty good. That same house now is glowing for a little over 300. Two wow. bedroom. Wow. Uh, unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But, you know, it's a good example for, like I was saying earlier, for people thinking about becoming first-time homebuyers. Maybe you can't afford this price right now, but, you know, <coughs> prices go up and down, and we had a down, big down market about seven years ago. It always happens. There's going to be another down market. You just have to be prepared. It may happen, maybe not here, but it may happen adjacent to us. It may happen in California. Uh, I have a friend who bought a home recently in Arkansas. He had such a great deal there. Let's compare, Ernie, Reno to Sparks. We're talking about Reno's median home price as of May 8th, 2019, $400,000. Mm -hmm. That's a 4% increase 
and just a three and just from the year month before that was a full three percent. So the market has really taken off as of April. But let's compare that to Sparks. Three hundred thirty-nine thousand. But so that's. Let's, Six, let's, make, let's round it to $340,000. Uh, savings. That's a $60,000 difference from and, Reno uh, to Sparks. I can see why, especially when the numbers are getting up so high, people are looking to save any kind of money that they can. Mm -hmm. Sparks might well be the way to do that if you need to stay in the metro area. Yeah, well, uh, uh, there are a lot of people that prefer to live in Sparks, and uh, you get... Uh, uh, not only you get a better price out this uh, out that way, but you also uh, you get a little larger lot. Mm -hmm. There are uh, uh, a lot of uh, properties in Sparks that seem to have a little more room around the house than yeah. uh, outside the house than the uh, real properties. So that is something to consider. Depends, of course, uh, a lot of people want to be close to where they work. Uh, if they work in Reno, might be good. Sparks is a good place if you work out at Tesla. Mm -hmm. I've been out to Tesla a number of times lately. Can I just briefly share with you what I'm seeing out there? Tell me. Well, when I first went out there, somebody said, what do you see what Tesla's got built? And uh, as I was driving up the hill, I saw their uh, building uh, in the distance. And I'm thinking, well, it's just another factory-type building. building. No big yeah. deal. When I got up to it, I was impressed. It's five stories high. Mm -hmm. It's a quarter of a mile long. It's three levels inside, and it sports 12 million square feet. That's their first building. Wow. Uh, they're not done fit fitting it out inside, but they are already starting some car production. It was originally just supposed to be a gigabattery factory partnered with Panasonic. They are building batteries out there. Uh, but they're uh, also building the motors for the cars, and we are also uh, uh, been hearing uh, rumors uh, that uh, they're going to uh, be building the uh, Model Y up here mm. instead of down uh, in Fremont, California. Wow! So, and another rumor I got uh, now. Of course, I can't reveal my source. They are coming out with a pickup truck, a Tesla pickup truck. Really? Nevada is pickup truck country. Oh, you know it. Particularly four-wheel drive pickup truck mm -hmm. country. I can't see anything but to success going out there. Uh, in addition to that, uh, let me just go on a little bit more. Everybody wants to be next to Tesla. Apple just opened this vast, spacious warehouse complex out there. Google's out there. Switch is in the process of installing the largest data processing center in the world, right out there. Uh, we have uh, all kinds of, of uh, factories out there. Uh, uh, they even have an arms factory out there, although they don't advertise. They've got to play. They got enough room out there that they can take their machine guns and test them right there on the property. No, I was I was just for a minute there. You had me going. I thought you we're not only building electric cars, but prosthesis, prosthesis as well. So yeah, you know something high tech prosthesis. The arms. You said there were arms out there. Uh, not that kind of uh, not that kind of arms. <laughs> no, we're talking about M60 <laughs> machine guns, but uh, you know that uh, that is. Uh, they don't even have a sign out there. Of they're, course not. They're, uh, they're very quiet about it. If they did have a sign, it would probably be something like, never mind the dog, beware the factory. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. continuing our conversation with Ernie Neal from Remax Complete. Next, we're going to talk about the Fernley, Nevada market. What's going on there? How do those median home prices compare? We'll learn that after this. SunTech Solar Screening uses Pfeiffer screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. You're tuned into Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in. A lot of our listeners are real estate investors. Maybe they want to become real estate investors. The wise thing to do when you become a real estate investor and you're on your way is to read a very important book, Incorporate and Get Rich by Sherry S. Hill. Sherry Hill is the owner of Sage International. Thousands and thousands of people have talked to Sherry over the course of her career about starting a business, incorporating in the right way, and getting the guidance that they need to run and own a successful 
business. Sherry Hill is the author. Incorporate and get rich. The book is available on Amazon. And be sure to visit Sherry's website, sageintl.com, and tell her Peter sent you. With me in the studio, Ernie Neal. Ernie is a realtor from Remax Complete. We're talking about real estate in northern Nevada, the metro areas of Reno Sparks, Fernley, Garrington, Fallon. Ernie, let's talk a little bit about some of the markets across the country. I was reading some information just recently about the priciest and the least expensive homes in the country by time zone. So let's look at the Pacific time zone, California, Washington, Oregon. I would say La Jolla, California, maybe. Uh, the least expensive. The oh, least, least expensive? Least expensive. In California? Uh, well, no, in the Pacific time zone. Pacific time zone. Pacific uh, time zone. Eastern Oregon. Well, it would be actually West uh, Eastern Washington. Richland, Kennewick, Pasco, the Tri-Cities. Mm. The median home price there is $278,000. $278,000. That's the median home price. Um, and you can get a lot of home in Richland, Kennewick, and Pasco. I know that, Ernie, because my brother lives in one of those Tri-Cities. Mm. And it's beautiful up there. Um, you don't have close access to the ocean, but you've got great access to the Columbia River and the Snake River. Mount Rainier. Wow, it is right so the beautiful there. Let's move on to the mountain time zone. Ernie, what do you think? Think about the mountain time zone. Where would you say Least is the expensive? most affordable housing? Is uh, Are the Dakotas in there? Uh, you have to go uh, to Montana. Uh, well, you're wrong in both cases because the most affordable home in the mountain time zone, I lived in this city, El Paso, Texas. Median home price, $157,000. El Paso, Can you really? believe that? Yes. Oh, that's surprising. Yes. Oh, that is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. And let's back up to Pacific time zone because we talked about the cheapest and the least expensive market, Richland, Kennewick, Pasco. You had mentioned the most, you know, the, 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 the least affordable, right? Where are the highest priced homes? Go ahead and give it to me. California. La Jolla. San Jose, Sunnyvale, Santa Clara. That's Silicon area. Valley. <laughs> Silicon Valley. You got it. Okay, let's get back to the mountain time zone. We know that the most affordable homes in the mountain time zones are? The mountain time zones, El Paso, Texas. Oh, El no, the most affordable? Most affordable. El, El Paso, Paso, Texas. El Paso City. That's right. Marty Robbins. So if anybody says, when you offer them something, they say El Paso, you say yes. <laughs> it is the most affordable home area in the United States. Let's move on. Eastward, Ernie Neal, central. central time zone. All right, think about the map. What's in there? You've got uh, Indiana, Ohio, Illinois, uh, Iowa. Chicago. Most affordable in the central time zone? Chicago. Decatur, Illinois. Decatur. The median home price is $89,300. Think about what? that. Decatur? Decatur. How far is that from Chicago? That's about... $59,000. <laughs> Decatur, Illinois. Yeah. Wow. What a place. If you want to move to the central time zone, that is the most affordable place. Really? Yeah. Did, several years ago, it was further north up there in Minot, North Dakota. Yeah. Well, it's not. Not. No longer. It's not Minot anymore in the central time zone. Okay. The least affordable. Least affordable home. In central time zone. I read, uh, uh, central, uh, let's see, uh, Detroit, that's eastern. Yeah, you're, you, so you keep thinking all these homes in the uh, tundra, frozen tundra, are worth so much more than those that's in where, the... That's uh, manufacturing. The bayou area. Shreveport, Louisiana. Actually, it's Shreveport, Bossier City, Louisiana, is the least expensive home, I'm, I'm sorry, is the is the least affordable. So you'll find the most expensive homes, the most expensive median home price. Not New Orleans? No, nah, Shreveport, Central Time Zone. The median home price is $170,000 in Shreveport, Louisiana. That's the highest in the Central that Time does, Zone. No, I, I'm, that doesn't make sense. There I'm are literally cities like Chicago, St. Paul, uh, Minneapolis. Those There's a lot of... Uh, you're listening to an expert on real estate give you the information, Ernie. 
If you wish to dispute it, you are welcome. Show me the facts. I've got them right here in my hand. Median home price, 170000 Shreveport, Louisiana, the most expensive or the least affordable home, median home price city in the central time zone. Okay, the big finish is coming up. East. Eastern time zone. The most affordable area in the eastern time zone for a median home price is? Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, Tennessee. Youngstown, Warren, Boardman, Ohio, Pennsylvania. $97,200. Pennsylvania. I had heard that homes were really inexpensive. Pennsylvania is a nice state. It is a nice state, and it is uh, on the coast. $97,200. There's got to be other reasons for it. Who knows what their taxes are like, right? But with a median household income of $45,000, um, it still takes a good part of your income. So not a lot of household income in the Pennsylvania area, but look at that median home price, $97,200. Think what you could do if you sold your California home for 2.5 mil and you decided to move to Youngstown. You could buy the whole town almost. Mm. All right, the least affordable home, median home price. New York City, Manhattan. In the eastern time zone is Manhattan. Naples, in Mokali, Marco Island, Florida, median home price, $432,800. That's just outside of my price range. Son of a gun. Uh, I mean, that's amazing, Ernie. You wouldn't have thought that, right? I, I was thinking West Palm Beach probably. Uh, but uh, Well, it's going to be less than that. Let's go all the way back to the Pacific time zone because that's where we are, Ernie. Okay. We talked about the most affordable most affordable area being Richland, Kennewick, Pasco. Median home price, $278,000. The least expensive, uh, rather, let's move on to the least affordable homes. These are the highest price in the Pacific time zone. Are in San Jose, Sunnyvale, and Santa Clara, California. The median home price is $1.25 million. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of money to uh, be able to move up you know, to the east side with the Jeffersons, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a lot of money. It is really amazing. And the, look at that swing from $278,000 all the way up to $1.25 million for essentially three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage. So it's all about the three things you've always talked to me about, Ernie. Mm-hmm. Location. Location. And location. And location. So the location triplets are the ones that really dictate what's going to happen. But when it comes to, you know, the least affordable in, the, in all three of the time zones, um, or rather, let's say the most affordable, the lowest home price in all of the time zones, well, it really comes down to, get this, the eastern time zone. In the eastern time zone, the most affordable home, median home price, is $97,200. Isn't that amazing? If you live in the spread. eastern times, now in the western time zone, it's quite a bit higher. It is $278,000. In the mountain time zone, it's $157,000. In the central time zone, um, it is 89300 That's where the least amount is, 89000 Well, at any rate, if you're living in Reno, Nevada, you made a good decision because it's a very popular area. Compare all those prices, Ernie, Mm -hmm. to what's happening in Fernley, Nevada, and it's kind of a no-brainer to look at Fernley as being one of the best places to consider making a move to $265,000. You're living really close to some of the highest-priced real estate (coughs) in all of America, Mm -hmm. and you've got a great lifestyle in Fernley because it is much less stressful than living in one of those metro areas or being chased down by a tornado in the central time zone. Now, can I share with you a, a particular uh, client that uh, I had? Yes, uh, sir. Silicon Valley. Yeah. He had a 50s vintage mm-hmm. home, upgraded. It was modern, uh, but nothing special. Once again, it was three bed, two car, two bath mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, in, in the middle of Silicon Valley. Yeah. Right in the middle of all the action, and uh, he listed it for $1.6 million. He got $1.66 million. Mm-hmm. Did not take the highest offer, 
but he took the highest cash offer. Mm -hmm. That uh, that property, uh, that buyer came from overseas, came from a communist country. Now I always thought communism made everybody equal. Mm -hmm. So does this mean everybody in this guy's country uh, has, can buy a cash home for uh, over a million dollars? I think when he took his money out of that country and put it here and bought real estate here, he may well be in par with everybody else over I, there. I if you look at how much money he's got there. But this is America and, uh, you know, that's... Land of opportunity. That is the land of opportunity. Very nice and the, uh, and, the, and the guy did come up here to Fernley and bought four times the house for 375000 Wow. And that was a few years ago. Yeah. And you know, things are just going to get more and more in demand. It takes some intelligence and good strength and good knowledge because you have to have a realtor that can find the property, make sure that you're pre-approved, make sure you're all set up so that if you decide to pull the trigger, you can do it because in today's real estate world, you have to move fast. It doesn't mean you have to make hasty decisions, but when you're ready to make a decision, you have to be prepared to make a decision quickly. Otherwise, you're going to lose out on the deal. I recommend that you talk to Ernie Neal from Remax Complete. I've known Ernie for a long time. He's an outstanding realtor, a great people person, and a great conversationalist. You'll enjoy working with Ernie. I don't know anybody that would not enjoy a man of his knowledge and intellect. Worldly is what he is, and he knows real estate in northern Nevada. Ernie Neal, let people know how to get a hold of you in case they want to contact you. You can call me at REMAX Complete and Sparks, area code 775-225-0026. Very good. And we'll have our producer, Ian, put all of your contact information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. Make it easy for people to find you. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. My name is Peter. If you have any questions or comments, please join us by sending us a text or an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com or text to 775-223-3428. If you have any questions about real estate or the honeybee world, I'm a beekeeper. Let me know and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Help save the bees and we'll talk to you later. Goodbye, everybody. been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.